For three years, I've watched the banana republic that exists in Washington, D.C. at work. It's been educational and terrifying at the same time because I've been watching a small group of bureaucrats violate all types of laws to rig an election, then use federal resources to remove Donald Trump from office by any means necessary. And the lame brain propaganda media ignores all that has happened. It started in 2016 when the Clinton campaign laundered money through two other firms to hire Fusion GPS, who hired foreigners to initiate contact with low-level Trump campaign staffers, George Papadopoulos and Carter Page. In our legal system, that could be looked at as entrapment. In Obama's Banana Republic, these planned meetings were used to spy on the Trump campaign. Next, Fusion GPS hired foreigner Chris Steele to create a dossier on Donald Trump. Steele took millions of dollars from Fusion GPS and paid foreign government agents and U.S. assets to create fictional short stories for the dossier. All this time, Steele was coordinating his efforts with Obama's Banana Republic elites through Nellie Orr, wife of DOJ Deputy Attorney General Bruce Orr, and employee of Fusion GPS. Steele was paid to spread the fictional short stories through the media propaganda machine, which allowed Boy Scout James Comey to obtain warrants from the FISA system to spy on American citizens involved with the Trump campaign, including, I think, Donald Trump himself. The problem here is that Comey swore to the FISA court the dossier was verified, but Steele testified under oath he had no clue about its correctness. Comey also stated that he personally told Trump about the dossier and verified that it was not verified. So apparently, Boy Scout Comey is a liar. Shortly after the strange meetings and spying started, Trump publicly alleged he was being wiretapped. Naturally, the deep state called him paranoid and claimed that it was impossible since spying on Americans was against the law. Uh, right. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. In July of 2016, Comey took to the podium to summarize 15 or so instances where Hillary Clinton violated federal statutes by using a private, unsecured email system. After clearly summarizing the multiple violations of our laws and confirming that bad actors hacked her system, Comey exonerated Clinton of any wrongdoing as if he were the Pope. By law, Comey couldn't really do that, but hey, Obama was running a banana republic, and the media looked the other way again. In October of 2016, Barack Obama laughed at candidate Trump's assertions that someone was meddling in the election. A self-assured Obama guaranteed us that no foreign government could affect the outcome of the election because James Comey, John Brennan, and James Clapper were protecting our democratic election process. Now that's funny. Obama also sarcastically noted that Trump was a whiner who was trying to rationalize his pending loss to Hillary Clinton. But Trump did win, so it was time to use the fake dossier, the staged meetings, and the illegally gathered surveillance to create the illusion that Trump colluded with the Russians. Trump was a major threat to the status quo in D.C., so it was fairly easy to get the ball rolling. Jeff Sessions sold his soul to the swamp and promised to immediately recuse himself for the wrong reasons if he was confirmed as attorney general. Well, he was, and then he did. That put Rod Rosenstein in charge. Remember Rod? 
He's the man who wrote the letter that recommended the firing of Boy Scout Comey. Trump had no clue about what was going on, so another Banana Republic type was running the DOJ. To ensure a full and thorough investigation of the Russian government's efforts to interfere in the 2016 presidential election, Rosenstein appointed Robert Mueller to serve as the DOJ's special counsel in May of 2017. But wait, the deep state wasn't interested in all attempts by the Russians to interfere with the election. No, 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 no. Rosenstein directly told Mueller to hire a group of many Mullers to focus only on the, quote, links and or coordination between the Russian government and individuals associated with the campaign of President Donald Trump. Now we know why Obama's team was spying on the Trump campaign. They entrapped unknowing innocents, then recorded the entrapments, then used the sting operations to justify an investigation into Trump. Wow, Chairman Mao would have been so, so proud. So now Mueller hires Andrew Weissman and then steps aside. Weissman hired a group of unbiased Democrat and Clinton Foundation lawyers. The group feverishly worked for two years, spent tens of millions of dollars, and wrote two separate reports. Each report was full of grammatical errors and rambling sentences with double negatives. The first report rationalizes the illicit entrapments and treats the dossier as a book of facts. However, there is only one example of alleged Russian interference. Weissman's team indicted 13 Russian nationals for conducting a misinformation campaign on social media. In that press conference, Rosenstein stated, there's no allegation that any American was knowingly involved in the conspiracy, nor is there an allegation that the efforts of the defendants affected the outcome of the election. What Rod forgot to mention was that about half of those misinformation campaign efforts were directed against Donald Trump after the election. And the propaganda machine has never mentioned that Robert Mueller's team refuses to this day to submit their evidence against the Russians to a court. That's a complete violation of America's justice system, but it's standard procedure for a banana republic. Volume 2 was the detailed investigation into Trump's alleged actions to obstruct justice. Volume 2 was a summary of all of the 200 or so hit pieces disguised as newspaper articles. You know, the articles that quoted unnamed sources close to the White House or the FBI or the DOJ, proclaiming Trump was unhinged, he's staying up all night trying to figure out how to fire Mueller, he was depressed, and so on and so on and so on. In other words, Volume 2 was a summary of the media's circle jerk over the certainty of impeaching Trump. To save face, Volume 2 concluded, while we couldn't verify any of the media's allegations, we couldn't prove Trump didn't obstruct justice either, so we won't exonerate him. So there you have it, another double negative is used to avoid ending the witch hunt. Exonerate is a verb that means to clear someone from blame for an alleged fault or wrongdoing, especially after due consideration of the case. In this country's judicial system, we are innocent till proven guilty. You are either guilty based on the evidence or you are not guilty based on the evidence. 
No legal authority has the power to exonerate anyone. That's reserved for a higher power. Exonerate is a word a dictator would use in a banana republic to imprison political enemies. Trump may be a political enemy to DC, but we ain't no stinking banana republic, at least not yet. Oops, uh, that was a double negative, wasn't it? I'm sorry. Well, thanks for letting me get this off my chest.